Welcome to Design Lessons, the podcast where we design our teaching days to be fulfilling for us and irresistible to our students. I'm Dr. Michelle Schmidt-Moore, and instructional design is my superpower. Each episode, we will take actionable steps to create great teaching days. We'll focus on mindset, real-world opportunities, and critical and creative thinking for us and our students. So, whether you're on your commute to school, walking your dog, or doing the dishes, let's start designing. Hey, designers. I was sitting on my back porch listening to a podcast. Not this one, but the one from Heinemann. I get to talk to Stephanie Affinito in a few days. She's the author of Leading Literate Lives. And part of my preparations for conversations on the podcast is listening to what others have to say. And she recently shared about her book on that podcast. Now, her episode on design lessons is coming up later this month. This week, I'm preparing for Uncover the Leader in You Coaching Week, which is really technically a long weekend. We'll start on Friday night, meet on Saturday and Sunday mid-morning, and finish up on Monday and Tuesday nights. Now, if you haven't already done so, go ahead and sign up. It's going to be a time of designing and creating and living in the land of possibility. It's an opportunity for you to design your ideal life and your life's work. It's a time to tap into what you're passionate about, and it's a great way to start the summer in a good space. Anyway, as you know, when you're listening to a podcast, you start with one episode and then you find yourself listening to another. And one episode that I was listening to made reference to Nancy Atwell, which when I started teaching, I really wanted to have a reading and writing workshop just like hers. Maybe you did too. When I was offered my first job in teaching, I got to choose whether I wanted to work at a high school or at a middle school, and it was an easy choice because I envisioned myself in the middle. That first year of teaching, believe it or not, was idyllic, and at the same time, of course, I had my normal challenges with costume management. I remember my students creating a literary magazine. They were editors and graphic designers and, of course, authors of that magazine. I can still picture Danielle and her group sitting in front of our little Mac computers and giving feedback to other writers about their entries for their magazine. Well, another group was set about working on the artwork that would accompany the pieces. It was really reminiscent of the time when I was working on the literary magazine when I was in college. They were talking about pagination and fonts and really what they wanted the magazine to be. I also remember that year they did these live demonstrations, which kind of aligned with our uh, unit about procedural writing. Um, So I learned how to draw a cat and how to bake chocolate chip cookies and how to ride a skateboard that year. You know, each year I really dream about what an ideal year would be, right? The one in which my classroom is a writing studio. I have this sign in my classroom that says, welcome to the writing studio. And at the beginning of the year, the first project that my students work on um, is really creating what we want our studio to feel like. We think about what do we want to do 
And what do we have to do in order to create this space in which we really all feel comfortable and welcome? And so they set about creating videos that show like each of our agreements in action and also like how we're going to resolve conflict when things don't go as we planned. And we come back to those videos throughout the year when we need to regroup and remind ourselves about the idyllic community we brainstormed at the beginning of the year. Now, I got to talk to Angela Stockman last week. Her latest book um, is such an inspiration about in creating inclusive writing environments, and her episode's going to be coming up later this month as well. But what struck me most about her approach to teaching writing is her approach to the process of writing, right? Giving students really other mediums beyond print to develop their thinking and creativity and how that can really greatly expand a writer's process and really greatly expand their thinking. And her work makes me really think of an artist's studio. It makes me ask myself questions about how can I create and encourage creativity and creative thinking for students. I ask myself, how can I make coming to English class as exciting as going to art or to band or the music class? I ask myself to really put my design thinking skills to work. And as you guys know from other episodes on design lessons, design thinking, the first step is to truly listen and to empathize. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to really listen to my students as we end this year, and I'm going to have them really help me to create the community that I envision for next year. I'm going to ask them to tell me what do they want and in whatever form they want to tell me, whether it's a video or a voice message or a list or a poem, it's going to be their choice. At this point in time, I don't really know whether I'm going to be teaching virtually or in person next year. I'm still waiting to hear. But I have already started to envision the community that I want to build in either space. And I really encourage you to do the same. Start living in the land of possibility. What do you want your community to feel like next year? How are you going to make it inclusive? What structures and routines do you want to have in place to make it a reality? I've been dreaming about our community as a maker space, a space where we're making things. We're going to be making podcasts and documentaries and TikToks and IG stories, you know, where we're going to be writing stories and essays while still making sure, of course, that my students cover the standards, I want my students invested in what they're creating and learning, but I also want them invested in each other. I want to create smaller learning pods, especially if I'm teaching virtually. It's so important when students are learning virtually that they have their people to connect to, that they have their people to ask questions of, that they have their people What's in your land of possibility? What are you dreaming of for your students for next year? What are you dreaming of for yourself? What are you dreaming of for your life's work? I hope that you'll join me this weekend as we live in the land of possibilities. It's such a great way to start the summer.
design and dreaming about what could be. We're going to be using the design thinking process to develop our ideal lives and life's work, a process that easily transfers to the work that you can do with your students. So if you haven't already done so, go ahead and sign up at uncovertheleaderinyou.com. Let's live in the land of possibility together. Until next time, designers. This is a More Creative Learning production hosted by Michelle Schmidt-Moore and edited by Christian Schmidt. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We will see you on the next episode.